Welcome, friends and strangers and enemies that love to hate listen to this podcast. My name is Grace Helbig, and you are listening to another episode of Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig. Me! This episode is really fun. This episode has a friend of mine named Joy Graceffa on it, who is a YouTuber, an author, a, a, a great hair owner. His hair is fantastic. And I had such a fun time with Joey. Joey has one of the greatest giggles of all time and he is just such a sweet human to be around and I I only get to see him in short uh, moments when we go to YouTube conventions uh, usually or at some other sort of YouTube uh, oriented event so it was really nice for him to come over and sit down and talk about absolutely nothing personal and to get absolutely not caught up on either one of our lives together how fun and also um he agreed to play the speech jammer challenge with me that we shot and is up on my youtube channel youtube.com slash it's grace speech jammer challenge is basically it's an app you can download on your phone for free not sponsored uh, and what it does is you wear headphones and you talk into it and while you talk into it It replays your voice on a delay into your headphones So it makes it really difficult to finish sentences Which for me is already very difficult without an app creating problems And so we challenge each other to sing very basic songs and to say very basic things like the Pledge of Allegiance and the alphabet and and um we there were no winners really truly but um but go see for yourself on youtube.com slash it's grace go check out joey's youtube channel uh but for right now enjoy the nonsense that is um this podcast yeah that's that's it really good at intros grace you would think by now that you'd have this all figured out but nope not even a little bit that speech jammer really fucked you up didn't it now we're just talking to ourselves like we're having a conversation between two people and we're just one. Time to go. Enjoy the podcast. Yay, we're here with Joey Graceffa. Hello there. Hello, Joey. I'm so happy that you're here. Me too. Life has been bonkers for you lately. Indeed it has. But bonkers in a good way, I think. For sure. Yeah. yeah you seem good. very happy and positive and light. Yeah. Which is very sweet. Um, and we're going to continue that feeling and maybe add a little stupidity to it with some questions. Oh, perfect. I love that. Yeah, I have some questions for you. Okay. And then I went on Facebook and Facebook has some really great questions for you as awesome. well. But I'll start with my burning questions. Oh, my gosh. Um, and these are all questions that I don't know that I have my own answers. So I'll probably be trying to formulate my answers with you for these. First and foremost, if we could make a different noise when we cry... What noise do you think would be the best oh noise to make? God. I thought about this this morning, and my immediate thought was like that auga noise. <laughs> <laughs> but, was, but then imagine. I, I then I imagined myself watching the end of Titanic and just being like auga. That would be so annoying. <laughs> it would get so annoying so quickly. Oh my god! I feel like it would have to be something really cute. Oh, um, yeah. Because then it's like, oh, my God, you're crying. Like, <laughs> no, stop. Yeah, because sometimes crying, depending on if people are like, you know, ugly criers or intense yeah. criers, it can be a little too overwhelming that I just I can't be around it. <laughs> but if there's something like sweet and welcoming about yeah. it, I think that'd be really cute. Maybe like a lamb <laughs> noise or something. 
<laughs> like a bar. Yeah. <laughs> or what if your crying noise was just a giggle and so no one ever knew oh if you God. were crying? Yeah. I bet you there's someone out there listening to this right now that's like, I giggle when I cry. That's, you know, Hannah Hart, when she gets mad or fights, she smiles all the time. <gasps> so like in Camp Dakota, oh yeah, we had to do a big fight scene and her only direction was like, Hannah, stop smiling. She's no. like, in real life, I just smile when I'm upset with somebody. And so That'd be so deceiving. It, I'd be like, are you happy or mad right now? Exactly. And it was like, you look like some weird sociopath that is like <laughs> really angry but is planning something. <sighs> That's terrifying. It's really, yeah. Um, so I, I agree. I, I definitely think that there's someone out there that giggles when they cry. Mm. If you're out there, let us know. We'd yeah. love to meet you. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite restaurant and or a favorite type of cuisine? Um, I do. And mm-hmm. it's pretty basic. If you live in California or probably not California, LA, mm-hmm. um, have you ever been to Earth Cafe? I have not, but I've heard what? of it. Oh, my God. Is it like Cafe Gratitude? Oh, my God. I love Cafe Gratitude. Okay. But no, this okay. is like, it's not It's not a vegan restaurant. It's like, okay. it has an assortment of everything. Um, but my personal favorite is uh-huh. the turkey burger. That's <sighs> on uh, on Facebook. A lot of questions for you about turkey. Is that something <laughs> in your life? <laughs> Probably just turkey burgers. I'm obsessed with turkey burgers. Really? Yeah. What do, uh, more than regular burgers. Yeah. I mean, I don't eat red meat oh, okay um, so i guess that's probably why i like it yeah, i don't know um but <laughs> i just discovered it one day and mm-hmm. like it became an addiction and i eat it so strange like i pick <laughs> it apart with my hands the bread uh-huh. and then i cut the meat and then i like make it into like a little salad it's so bizarre like if you ever like go out to lunch with me like people are like what are you doing you're basically like that's the way like parents feed five-year-olds where they chop up all the food oh, for them that's what i do with everything that i eat like if i <laughs> get anything i have to cut it all up before i start well it's i think it's efficient because like i if i'm hungry like i want to make sure that i don't have to stop and cut my food (laughs) like i have to cut it all up first and then i'm good to go that's very like military of you i'm like i prepare everything (laughs) and then i chow down right um but earth cafe is it like cafe gratitude in that it's just kind of like more health oriented um They have a lot of organic options, but I mean, organic doesn't make it healthy, but it's healthier. Gotcha. Yeah, because the thing I don't like about Cafe Gratitude is all of the names of the food that you have to say out loud. Oh my God. I'll take an I am special (laughs) (laughs) and I'll have some humbling pie on the side. You're like, God, this sounds so stupid, but it is delicious. Mm -hmm. Oh, which... uh, Reminded me, I went, can, can you cook anything? Are you a good cook? No. Really? <laughs> no, I'm not. But you're self-aware. That's important. Yeah. No, I'm the type of person that will go to Whole Foods and get the pre-made chicken and then just like warm it up in a mm. toaster oven. Yeah. I think that's the best way to go. I've been trying to cook. Like now that I have a house, I'm like, oh, I should probably be domestic and cook things. Yeah. Cooking meat, it's terrifying. I never know if it's going to be cooked all the way. And then I overcook everything because I'm so paranoid about it. And I'm like, this is not worth it. This like idea of me being a domestic goddess is not worth oh. me giving myself salmonella. So uh, I also don't cook very well. Yeah. Do you have anything? Do you have like a particular thing that you make all the time for yourself? Um, I've really been into tofu right now. Oh, I mean, I you like, are so Los Angeles. Oh my god, I know <laughs> with the green juice on the side. Um, no, but I'll have like tofu with like an assortment of fruit, and it's just so good. Ugh, 
that I'm sounds with her right now. it sounds it sounds very like goals <laughs> but <laughs> i don't know in reality i'm drinking a bloody mary and eating <laughs> chips out of a bowl so <laughs> that's my tofu um oh one thing i did want to ask you i want to ask you about amazing race okay what how would you like summarize that experience for someone that doesn't know that you were and Megan Camarena were yeah. two contestants on the amazing race because there was a brief moment in time that Mamrie Hart and I flirted with being contestants on the show and we turned right. it down in the end but we both were like should we do this it was mm. like a 24 hour period that we almost agreed to do it um it was incredible really like, i had the best time of my life but also it was the most stressful and like awful time at the same time because <laughs> i was starving i was like I, i'm so nice yeah like and oh, oh my god oh my god i sound so <laughs> i'm so nice so no um no it can be i imagine in that scenario because everything is so rushed that if you are a polite human being then you don't you, and it's, it's a competition good. that that might not be the best formula yeah i was very deceived by people just because like there was a lot of downtime, like at airports and stuff, where yeah. I felt like I was bonding with the other teammates. And I was like, oh my God, guys, we're going to do this. And then all of a sudden, when the cameras <gasps> are on, everyone's like, all right, it's time to go. And then, like, everyone was like in it for themselves. And I was like, okay. Wow. This is like not for me. Like, I, I trusted people too much and like I was too nice to people. And they're like, clearly just out for themselves so. yeah i feel um, like i would be that way on the show too that i would be like none of this really matters you guys let's just be friends with each yeah. other <laughs> um, but was there a lot of because you know they edit it so it looks like this is you know mass pandemonium all the time of you guys always running and taking shortcuts and doing this and selling that right. but is there a lot of actual like downtime of just like waiting for flights and being in airports yeah. no there's a, a ton of downtime there's like actually it's one to like three days mm-hmm. of total race time where it's like you're you're racing, you're flying, all that stuff. Like it's yeah. a matter of three days. But the actual like real competition is maybe three to four hours. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Jeez. That's so interesting because I think it's such a cool show, which is like even why we entertain the idea of being on it. I think it's one of the cooler game show reality shows. Yeah. Um, But just the idea of going to countries where I don't speak the language and having such a barrier and not being able and mm-hmm. getting really frustrated. And not, I just feel like I pre-imagined just a montage of me crying in a lot of different airports. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, maybe this it's isn't scary. the best. Yeah. Have you ever had culture shock? Uh, yes. When I graduated college, my boyfriend and I at the time, we backpacked through Spain, France, and Italy Okay. in this like, you know, college idea of like, this is going to be so romantic and cool and adventurous and bohemian. We'll stay at hostels. And then literally got there and was just so unprepared. And I was really like uptight about it. I didn't speak any of the languages and I was just like so overwhelmed by everything. And, but we... We were in, you know, major cities where, you know, people do speak English and can right. accommodate okay. you. So I imagine something like Amazing Race would be crazy. Yeah. What countries did you guys go to? Uh, we went to a lot. We went to Bora Bora, New Zealand, Bali, Africa, um, Scotland, Ireland. Did you ever get sick while you're doing it? Because you're going to so many different environments. You're traveling on so many different planes. I, I never did. I think it's almost like... When what is that thing when like athletes are like competing and then when they stop they get sick? Yeah, I think like while you're racing you make yourself not get sick. It's just all and, adrenaline. Yeah, it's oh a hundred percent all adrenaline. Yeah, like, um, 
like people are willing to jump off buildings and stuff because <laughs> like the adrenaline and yeah. you you feel this sense of safety because there's cameras there. Right. So it's like I'm not gonna die. Like <laughs> there's cameras here. There's no possible way. There's no way they would risk this whole show getting shut down because I right. died. Exactly. I, I did see the one episode where I think it was like two home shopping network hosts on a team. And there was one competition where they had to fling watermelons. Oh my god! I and the love thing them. broke, and it hit her in the face with the watermelon. Yes, that was maybe I I I it made me love the Amazing Race so much because oh they god. replayed it so many times, and I I just loved it. Oh, they were my favorite. Their names are Brooke and Claire. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they, they were great. They had no souls, I don't think, because I remember them having to sell sunglasses like at a local market, <laughs> and it was just them being like taking their shirts off yeah. and being like, "Come and get it." Oh my god, they came in second place. So yeah, they, they were great. Yeah, they did it. Um, that said, are there any other reality shows that you'd ever want to be on? You know, I thought for a while that I wanted to be on Survivor, <gasps> but because like it's like I don't have to rely on like a teammate; it's just me. Yeah. But again, thinking back to like I just want to be everyone's friend. Right. It, That's gonna it's work not against a show you. For me. No, Survivor feels like the most kind of mind game mm-hmm. oriented show, especially now that it's what season. 45 or something yeah that every (laughs) i think it might actually be like season 30 or something and every mind game trick has already been exposed on the show Mm. like how do you make it more interesting also that show terrifies me because it seems like people get really sick and really hurt on that show yeah yeah and Mm. people get really really like waif thin and unhealthy looking and you're like oh yeah they're not jack fairy shaking his head (laughs) it's one of the ones that i'm like yeah this is real and you only get like a, a half a cup of rice every day. Like, God, no they're thanks. like, we'll give you the bare minimum to keep surviving, but everything else is Mm-mm. up to you. God, that's. Do you ever watch Naked and Afraid? No, but I've heard about it. <sighs> that one's hilarious. It's like, uh, it, when I first heard the title, I was like, they can't possibly be naked. And then I watched an episode, I was like, whoa, they're definitely very naked. <laughs> and they're afraid. <laughs> and they're trying to figure out what they should do. Um, do you like music festivals? Um, I the only one that I've really been to is Coachella. Mm. Yeah. What did you think? I've never been. Um, this year I wasn't really too into it for some reason. Yeah. Um, the only person I was excited to see was Marina and the Diamonds. Oh. And, um, I saw her and she was fantastic, but um. Oh, did you the- see the Madonna Drake makeout? I didn't. Okay, that's no. probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I saw the pictures. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Mm. Um, only because I was thinking about when the last time I used a porta potty was, and I was going to ask you that same question. Oh like, yeah, it was probably at Coachella. Yeah, and uh-huh. I and then I started thinking about how afraid I am of porta potties, but the idea of one, someone walking in on you in the lock, not actually working, <laughs> or two, someone tipping over the porta potty while that's, you're in it. That's my like main thing that I think about when I go in. I'm like, oh my god, if someone like <laughs> tipped this over, I'd be so screwed. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've seen enough like America's Funniest Home videos and like YouTube videos of things like that happening that that must scar people's lives. <laughs> How would, okay? Let's let's think about this in a real real way. Okay. Let's say you're at Coachella. Someone tips over your porta potty. Literally, what do you do when you get out? Hey, one, how do you get out? <laughs> <laughs> Two, what is your first step? Oh my god! I like I can't even imagine. Um, like, what if it fell and the door was on the ground? Like, <laughs> like you, I would just have to be like knocking, like, hello, yeah. tip it over again. 
<laughs> or you have to do like those weird hamster uh, like balls that they have. I've seen on Amazing Race before. <laughs> where you have to like tilt it over yeah. yourself right. and like throw yourself against the wall. Or like my my thought is that I would get huge adrenaline rush and I would try and kick through the top of it to take the ceiling off oh my of God. it. I feel like that would just make things worse. But then you're covered in shit regardless. <laughs> and that blue stuff. And that blue stuff. What's that blue stuff doing? Nothing. It's probably toxic. <laughs> yeah. You're probably already dead when it happened. Yeah. Passed wow. out from the fumes. Wow. This is now a PSA to all those pranksters <laughs> out there. Do not Do tip not. over porta potties. But then, yeah, would I go and try and find like a hose and hose myself off? Oh How do you God. even start walking away from that scenario? Like, no, no Uber would pick you up. <laughs> no, you're done. Like, you are stranded. You are. Uh, Roll around in the sand. <laughs> that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah, but uh, God, that makes me think of Mamrie's um, plan B for everything is that anytime she was performing live shows, and she got really nervous and she had the fear that she might shit her pants on stage. <laughs> she always like comforted herself by saying, I can always go back to North Carolina and start a new life. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess that's the way to think about it. Oh, my God. Um, do you remember the last time you fell down? Fell down? Yeah. As an adult, like actually just like tripped and fell down. Um, I fell down the stairs. Whoa. And I was thinking about eating a cookie while it happened. <laughs> So it was real embarrassing. Was like, when was this? Uh, like last month. I was like, oh my God, I need a cookie right now. It was a complete cookie. So it was like somewhat healthy. Sure. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go get one. So I like raced down the stairs and I fell and I felt so fat for like thinking of a cookie and falling down the stairs. I was like, oh my God. That feels like, yeah, that feels like a scene out of a television show. You're like, I need a cookie. No, the universe being like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is a question I ask a lot of people on the on the podcast. Who would you most like to see fall down? Because one of the things I think is the funniest in life is watching people fall down when they don't get, you know, truly hurt. Yeah. Um, very, you know, America's Funniest Home Videos-esque. And I try and think about, like, who would I most want to, like, catch a private moment of them falling down and just, like, have that for me for the rest of my life? Oh, my gosh. I immediately think of, like, Oprah falling down but, <laughs> which could be i would actually enjoy that yeah i think like if, you know no offense like, oprah no I no offense you. i just imagine like oprah like a phone ringing upstairs and her running up the stairs to go get it but then just like <laughs> falling on the stairs yeah i would have to agree with oprah although um whenever i see people fall like i I'm, I don't laugh. Like, I'm, like, concerned for them at right. first. Like, I saw some old lady fall at Disneyland. Oh, no, and I was like, no. she fell at Disneyland. And you could tell, like, she was so embarrassed. Oh, no. Um, I know. I feel like I get the sympathy pains for them when someone falls because I fall a lot. I'm just okay. very clumsy. But then when you know that they're okay, then that's okay to laugh. Yeah. But, yeah, it all depends on the person. An old woman falling, you feel just bad for because you're like, oh, yeah, you're right. old. <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, I was kind of sick as a kid um, when I would watch, like, the Olympics, the Winter mm -hmm. Olympics. I thought it was so funny when the Olympic figure skaters would fall. Because <laughs> <laughs> they would, like, get up like nothing happened. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. But something definitely happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. their life is over. Like, I know. That's the crazy that thing. Work. That's the crazy thing about ice skating is that people that are professional ice skaters can be so good at what they do but every competition a handful of them are gonna fall yeah. doing the thing that they're supposed to be the professionals doing right i'm like oh yeah ice skating 
now as an adult gives me anxiety to watch because I know someone's going <laughs> to fall and someone's going to like all the work that they've done for hours and hours yeah. and hours is going away tonight. <laughs> God, I do not. No, I don't want to watch the Winter Olympics. Oh, God. Um, do you dress up your dog? Um, For Halloween, yes. Really? Mm-hmm. I got him a bunch of costumes. Uh, I love dressing up my dog. I think it's one of the most hilarious things ever, and it's super fun. Because you, your dog's name is Wolf. Is Wolf, mm-hmm. and he's a husky. And how old is he now? Uh, I think ten months. Uh-huh. Yeah, becoming an adult. Uh, man, he still has his balls too. Good for him. Yeah, very progressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was he for Halloween? Um. I got him a few things. I got him a little cute sailor's outfit. Adorable. A werewolf. Oh a my panda God. bear. Um, it's it, always this so funny. funny. Was a puppy too, so it, it was super cute. <laughs> and it's always so funny to me when we dress animals up as other animals. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. figure it out, dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I literally, like two nights ago, was at Petco getting goose, um, just like dog food, and saw all their new clothes. And I had this moment where I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, I'm just going to go nuts. I bought her a tuxedo. Oh I got her a God. sundress. I got her a Where's Waldo sweater. Yeah, she is set for spring. But the tuxedo doesn't fit. I'm she's so bummed. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's too broad That's the worst when they don't fit. I know. Oh, the struggle. Um, does your dog do anything, like, funny? Does he have any quirks? Or is he just, like, a sweet little thing? Um, What does he do that's funny? He, uh, I mean, I don't know if, like, probably all dogs do it. But, like, he... Whenever he is in trouble, mm-hmm. he passes out. Like, <laughs> like he'll know that he's done something wrong. He'll just like look at me with like the puppy eyes, and then I'll be like, "What did you do?" And then he'll like <laughs> go lay down in the corner and just like pass out. Really? It's so bizarre. He just That's, like punishes himself and is like, "All right, I gotta go. Gotta go <laughs> to bed." That makes me feel like one. He's either like. The, the like emotionally weakest thing <laughs> or he's super super smart and he's like i know i, I won't get yelled at if i just pass out right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so sweet and actually yeah it makes me think like you have a very smart dog you gotta be careful with that <laughs> yeah oh he's so smart is he he can like open the door and let himself out oh god um, oh he's evolving oh no <laughs> yeah it's terrifying <laughs> but that's, he's such a good boy that's so sweet how did you get him was it just like on a whim you were like um my friend was shopping in downtown mm-hmm. at this like uh like fabric store mm-hmm. and there was this like guy in there and he was just there was just like a little puppy in the corner of the room yeah. and he went up and was like oh my god this dog's so cute yeah. and i was like talking about kind of wanting a dog sure. and uh never was like serious about it and then he sent me a picture of it and he's like oh we should go like um see him in person yeah Maybe you'll like him. And like I went there. It was so scary. I went late at night. It was like to real the sketchy. place where the puppy was? Yes. But okay. it was like a different part in downtown. And it was oh, like. Downtown at night gets weird. Oh, it was scary. Yeah. It was like the neighborhood downtown though. Like it wasn't. It was like. I don't know if it was outside of downtown. But it wasn't okay. like the buildings. It was like houses. Oh. yeah. Super I scary. I was driving up and I was like. Uh-uh. I'm turning around. Like yeah. I'm not doing this right now. Um, but then we saw the two guys outside like waving at me oh. with the puppy and oh my god he was so adorable oh, no. and like I, I i held him they like gave him to me and he yeah. was like scratching like at my neck and like trying to nuzzle and like he was just oh. like so scared there so um 
they knew what they were doing. If they're standing outside waving the dog at you, yeah. they're like, you're taking this puppy tonight. And I was like asking questions about like it, it's the parents because I want to know how big yeah. he was going to get. And um, they didn't really know anything. So I feel like he was like stolen or something. Oof. Yeah. I have no idea. But um, I definitely saved him from very sketchy. That's great. Part of town. I mean, that's a I, that's kind of what happened with my dog. It oh, was okay. like a scenario where I went to see her just to like see, and then the family. It wasn't a good scenario that she was in. The family kind of made it seem very clear that I needed to take her that mm. day, and they had other things going on. And then after I was like, okay, let me go get dog food. Within the next like week, when I was trying to text them about like. Does she get? You said she gets along with other dogs, and she very clearly doesn't. <laughs> no response, like no response back about anything. She very I was like, clearly doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you said that she was like in the apartment every day with like your sister's dogs oh and all this gosh. stuff, and it was yeah. I, I felt very duped. I was like, I got duped into taking a really aggressive dog that <laughs> I'm not prepared for, but I also feel okay that I maybe took her out of a situation that wasn't yeah. gonna be that. How helpful. was the first night with her? So great and sweet because oh, okay. she was just like trying to figure out where she was yeah. and she was so excited and she like loves the car. So okay. like the car ride back, she was just like so excited and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Yep. And then she met the neighbor's dog and like instantly got in a fight and I was like, oh, this is going to be difficult. Oh, oh no. But now she's she's hilariously, she's really sweet. And so now I've learned like well, Jack Ferry. Yeah. <laughs> Jack Ferry, I think, is the person that she attacked more than anyone else in uh, in her existence in my oh world. Oh my god. Yeah, she but that's also when she was I've learned now all of her most of her triggers <laughs> for when she's going to like see red and go nuts cuz she's very defensive because she's like alpha female. She's yeah. like this is my house. You're coming into my house. <gasps> but she's she's sweet. <laughs> She's sweet, and <laughs> not everyone gets to see the sweet parts. Definitely yeah. not Jack Berry, uh, which is why she is not here today while we're <laughs> podcasting. Um, that said, about animals we love, do you have any animals that you don't like? Ooh, animals I don't like. Um, I think apes are terrifying. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think as an adult, I've learned that a lot of animals are more terrifying to me than I originally yeah, thought. Yeah, I think they're like these cute monkey things, but they're not. They're aggressive. And yeah. Crazy. They're, yeah, because you can go on YouTube and see videos of like monkeys like slamming on glass with uh-huh. like kids on the other side, like looking <laughs> yeah. at them. They're and like, like, they want to kill that kid. Uh, yeah, I'm like, this is not a cute video. <laughs> this is a scary <laughs> video. Speaking of like animals that are terrifying, when Mamrie and I did Hey USA, that's when I learned that like, oh, I as an adult, I don't like animals. They scare me. <laughs> we went to this um, this wine safari in Malibu, which I highly recommend to anyone that has like a free day or two or has like family in town and needs to entertain them. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a wine tasting, but they also have all these animals on the property. And so they like ride you around and you can like see the alpacas and, and feed the zebras. Oh my God. But we were like feeding the zebras and the zebras mouths are so intense and their teeth are so huge <laughs> that I was just like this has ruined every childhood like oh thing gosh. I had about like the zoo being great yeah <laughs> but it, it was a really fun time the good thing is you're drinking wine the whole time so as, as scared as you are it's yeah. lessened because of that um okay I started asking this question to most of my guests here on the podcast uh if you could throw cold noodles or rather cold spaghetti at someone who would it be? Here's my thoughts behind this. Cold spaghetti being thrown at you, 
isn't violent, isn't going to hurt you. Right. But it will send a message. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. So like the Gregory brothers said that they would throw it at their landlord because he was not being a nice person. And they're not, you know, violent people, but they want to let him know like, hey. Yeah. You, you got to like change the way <laughs> you are. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's a tough one. I think um, I was talking with Steve Zaragoza about it yesterday and I... I think I would throw it when we shot at the Grace Show house. The neighbor across the street just hated the production being there. So she would stand outside every like we'd shoot once a week and she'd stand outside and make sure that we could all see her watching us. And like no one is doing anything wrong. Everyone's hyper polite. But she just wanted to be upset about something. So I think I'd be like, hey, Jane, some cold spaghetti in your face. Yeah. Yeah. I think that reminds me. Um, my last neighbor that I had mm-hmm. was crazy. Hmm. Like he was so annoying. He would go out on his patio and like for hours be yelling on his <laughs> phone to people every single day. About was, what? Oh, I couldn't even like make out what he was talking about. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what he did, but he ended up moving uh-huh. to um, Santa Monica because he was afraid of Ebola like coming and like what yeah he won like an escape wait but why was santa monica the escape <laughs> i don't <It's>, really know <laughs> like he was afraid of ebola coming where what part of los angeles was this this was west hollywood hills this is west hollywood hills he was afraid of ebola coming up into the hills so he, he didn't want to be trapped into the hills oh yeah. wow so yeah. he thought like if he lived on santa monica he'd have like an escape on so he can get in ocean. his he but he's not someone safety? who deserves to like make it in this yeah. world like to survive like no he's not the one but the worst part was like oh my god yes he's gone yeah and then because he sold his house uh or he was like selling it mm-hmm. he decided to do construction and they're like hey for the next two months we're going to start construction at 8 a.m every single morning oh my god. so it's like not only did i have him like barking at his phone every single morning but Ugh. now i have to listen to these construction workers like, and for the morning yeah for your job which is making youtube videos construction noises oh, yeah. are literally the only like real evil <laughs> right so some cold spaghetti in his face oh the whole the whole thing and then you just get six hours of him screaming at you <laughs> on the mm. phone he sounds great i hope he's enjoying santa monica yeah, i miss him <laughs> okay before we take a quick break the last question that i ask every single guest is to tell me your worst pants shitting story but you can only tell me in three words or three phrases so for instance mine would be college jogging front lawn so this is actual this is like real your pants yeah if you have anything in your history about you know close calls uh, um hmm okay well the only time that i can think of it was all right mm-hmm. five years old <laughs> i'm with you shower <laughs> hamper okay <laughs> Okay, well, you know, with that said, no follow-up questions. (laughs) And we're going to take a quick break, and then Joey's going to answer some of your questions from Facebook. We'll be right back. We are back with Joey Graceffa. Now, I've asked you everything... I really wanted to know, but Facebook has some questions that they really, really want to know. Um, Are you game to answer? Of course. Okay. 
Sammy Certain wants to know, how does he get his hair so perfect? And this was a very frequently asked question. Okay, well, here's the Dish secret. Dish the secrets. <laughs> okay, so first step is mm-hmm. don't wash your hair. Wow. Ever. <laughs> Literally, really? I don't wash my hair. Well, With, like, shampoo. I'll, like, rinse it out, but, like, sure. no no soap it gives it that texture Mm -hmm. okay um surprisingly with like my hair like it doesn't get greasy or anything like it humble brag (laughs) yeah i'm just really (laughs) perfect um but also to get the volume and to like get it to like work with how you want Mm -hmm. um i use this like powdery stuff that you oh is it like dry shampoo kind Kind of of, yeah um so I just sprinkled that on, and then I have like some re- really thick paste that I can like use ah, yeah. to like mold it. Mm-hmm. Very. Do you use any like straighteners or anything like that? No, wow. I used to when I had like my emo hair that was down. But yeah, um, actually, le- like in the race, like I was like, I'm not gonna do anything. So like that's when I grew my facial hair out, and that's when I stopped doing my hair like all mm. perfect. And I just, like, let it be natural without washing it. And, and you're that's... like, that looks good on camera. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That was the funny thing. Um, like, when I first met Shane and, you know, he had the emo hair. That, like, oh, it seems kind of, like, effortless. But it takes him a really long time yeah. to do the hair. To flat iron it. Mm-hmm. To make sure it's straight. Like, same with Mitchell Davis. They all, like, took a long time. Yeah, it was a process. It was a process. It was a choice. You guys did it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Catherine... Oxley wants to know what inspired you to start YouTube in the first place to start um well I actually I had a home video camera when I was uh-huh. a kid I think I got it when I was eight years old wow so I was always making these like really goofy videos but I could never edit them because it was like on a tape and like you couldn't uh, import to your computer right so when I was 16 um, I had always wanted a DVD camcorder because I thought they were so like futuristic yeah. and they were so cool and the commercial was awesome. <laughs> um, so for my 16th birthday, I got that camera and I was uh-huh. freaking out and I could finally import footage onto my computer. Oh. And so once I had that, I was like, I researched like editing software and then I started um, like editing the videos and mm-hmm. then came across youtube found this girl brookers who was yes i remember brookers you too? yeah and she went away and i, I, I and she came back for like a second and then went back away and i remember because i met molly templeton okay and then she introduced me to brookers and to um oh, this girl online the australian girl um, uh caitlin hill caitlin hill yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i remember watching them being like these little weirdos are so funny <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The original. Brookers, where are you now? I think she's in um, India. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's probably why I have no idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> do you remember the first video that you posted? Yeah. It was a, a video called Humanation, and it was a stop motion, but with me and my friend Brittany, like, moving our bodies. It took nine hours. It was intense. <laughs> that's, not, that's very ambitious for your first YouTube video. I know. Video. <laughs> that's very impressive. Okay, Emily McCaleb wants to know, what does your perfect weekend consist of? Perfect weekend. Which is a little difficult because I feel like a YouTuber schedule, weekends don't mean the same as other careers. But I guess, what does your perfect, like, day off look like? Oh, perfect day. Okay. Um, It's so boring because I'm just, like, (laughs) 
Don't trust me. My perfect day off is literally laying in bed all day oh, with like yes. no responsibility. Okay. <laughs> I like that a lot. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Just like laying on my couch watching like marathoning a TV show. <gasps> yep. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> getting some like Postmates to drive me some Earth Cafe. Get a green tea boba blended with easy boba. Whoa. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like you've never thought about this before. It's <laughs> <laughs> just got real specific. <laughs> Uh, yeah just taking it really easy okay side question i have only recently learned postmates and and task rabbit but i'm too afraid to use it what's task rabbit i think it's like the same thing essentially it's like an uber for um errands shopping okay yeah Mm. and i think there's all different categories you can do like let's say there's a place that you want food from that doesn't deliver you can get a task rabbit in the neighborhood to go pick okay. it up for you. Okay, cool. But for some reason, there's something weird about it for me that I don't, uh, I don't know. My friend Jocelyn uses it all the time. Mm. And I just, I don't know, something weird. Yeah, I love Postmates. It's so easy. and Really? Mm-hmm. Do you, is it like Uber? Do you rate them? Yeah. <gasps> you can give them a tip and you rate them. Wow. I got to just commit and just try it. Because for some reason, the idea of like, it's someone. It's great. It's addicting though. Really? Because mm-hmm. yeah, it. Basically, it's just an app to make you lazier yeah. as a human being. No, for sure. And you'll get it within the hour. Wow. They, like, guarantee it. All right. Yep. That's on my to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Madison Kerberg wants to know the favorite place that you've ever traveled to. Oh, uh, probably Bora Bora. I think that was really? the most beautiful, like, scenery I've ever seen. It felt like I was in uh, Lost. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How long were you there for? Uh, like... Four days. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's real. I've I've seen photos. Yeah. Do you have the worst place that you've ever traveled to? Oh. Um. This worst might, place. It might be tough. Mamrie and I, when we went to Arizona for Hey USA, yeah. it wasn't the worst place in the world. Just in comparison to all the other places we had gone to, the people that we had like interacted with down there were weirdly like mean and standoffish and defensive okay. about things and so it just left a really bad taste in our mouth about arizona so at yeah. this present moment i feel like that's probably the worst place i've gone to um i feel like for me possibly chicago oh. and everyone like hyped it up to me to be like this most amazing city so like i went there and i was like it was also in winter so it was like oh, freezing, freezing cold so i think that aided to it but um, I'm going to give it another try when I go on tour there you go. Uh, and like see how I feel about it this time. There you go. I also think that uh, because you've been to New York and you live in Los Angeles, that Chicago is a much more is a much smaller New York. And yeah. so when you're thinking like city, oh, uh-huh. yeah, and you get there, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> yeah. I like this. Oh, OK. Kuba Lipa wants to know if you could describe Grace in three words, what would those words be? Mm, three words three words oh my god okay beautiful <laughs> confident and funny wow that's really great mm-hmm. uh, i feel like my three words are it's all a lie <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm not good at spelling so i have no idea oh uh jilland Teodosio wants to know that if you're going to rename your dog, what would you name him? Can you do that? <laughs> First of all, 
I think you, I got Goose when she was about 10 months old, supposedly. Okay. Who knows? She could be eight years old, and I don't know because the family didn't know. And her name was Phoenix when I first got her. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I just felt like... But you that, hate Arizona, so you're like, uh-uh, exactly. not happening. Exactly. I was like, I have this feeling that eventually I'm going to hate Arizona, so I need <laughs> to switch this out now. Also, yeah. for some reason, Phoenix as a dog's name felt really pretentious in some way. Okay. You know, like this rising Phoenix. Right. And I'm like, she's a terror. I'm not going to name her something oh like that. Um, but did you have other options other no, than wolves? No, I had the name before the dog. Really? I was like, because I love wolves. So I was like, I need a, a dog named Wolf. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then the dog fit the description. Oh, yeah. Because now he's going to be the size of a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you could swim in anything, what would it be? Jamie Christensen wants to know. I think everyone's had this dream, or maybe mm-hmm. it's just me, but <laughs> a big giant pool of jello. Yeah. I've always been curious, but I like. I think like if you jumped in, you die. Because right. like, there's <laughs> no way you're getting out of that. I like know. jumping into the deep end, you're like, oh, shoot like trying to step up there's no buoyancy nothing's gonna float you to the surface Uh -uh. you literally need eat your way out (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the other half of the dream (laughs) yeah i feel like it'd be really fun initial impact of like yeah like jumping into jello jiggling through and then just having like emts on hand to pull me out of the jello let's do it I mean, let's get a Kickstarter going okay. for a pool full of Jello, yeah. and it'll be the greatest three-second YouTube video of all time. <laughs> uh, Abby Gray wants to know how many is too many. Oh, four. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Kimberly Lee wants to know apple pie? Question mark. No, I don't like pie. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. But do you like cake? Yeah. Okay. What is it about pie that you don't like? Uh. It- the flavor and the <laughs> just the, the everything yeah just nothing about it is interesting to me yeah it does seem like um it seems like cakes like more boring sister yeah 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 it's it's trying but it's not necessarily there oh shally ham wants to know who do you ship yourself with the most oh my gosh yeah this is a really hard-hitting question huh because and a lot of people want to know is showy still a thing and are you oh, yeah. and will you be marrying Miranda Sings? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're both. So they're both on the table. They're both on the table. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I uh, that's so tough because like showy's been around longer than Miranda Joey. So. Is that is that the shit? Name? <laughs> that's what she calls it. <laughs> Literally know. both of our names, Miranda <laughs> Joey. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was was Showy the first public ship? I think it was. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So it's tough to choose between the two. It's been like, you know, like on my mind every day, like who I'm gonna choose. So <laughs> Yeah, you're living this like weird real life version of The Bachelor right now. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so true. I never thought of it that way. Are there two people that you ship that you like actively ship together? Hmm. Or are there two people that you love watching like collab videos of? Like I love watching Miranda with anyone. Oh my obviously. god, yeah! I think that's really fun. Um, now I'm trying to think, who do I like watching collab videos with? I really like watching Mamrie and Flula collab with each other because mm-hmm. I've never heard Mamrie laugh so hard. And have you? 
you've seen Gigi's videos, right? Yes. I think she is so funny. Yeah. So any like any of her videos, if she claps with anyone, I think it's so good. I, I met her for the first time the other weekend in New York, oh, New York. and she was so nice. And yeah. I was like already intimidated because I thought she was like so cool. And yeah. I was like, please just like me. Yeah. <laughs> and she was so, so cool. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good answer. Hmm. Uh, Kaisha Armstrong wants to know, what's your favorite song? <gasps> Favorite song right now, um, or just in general, either or. I guess either or. If do you have one of the moment that you listen to all the time, that's like a go to. Don't wait by Joey Graceffa. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's happening with that? Are you making like a full album or just like a one-off you know song? Um, I wasn't think like I've always wanted to do an album, mm-hmm. but um, it, this was just like a, a one-off type thing. Very cool. Um, but who knows, like. I, I How did the song cool. come about? Was did you have an idea? Did you collaborate? Did you like get into a studio and just um, I had like and I always wanted to do an original song. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I, uh, I found one of my friends who I've known for a while, um, Leland, and he helped me like write and like get That's a cool. producer on board, and it all came together really quickly. That's so, cool. Those are usually yeah. the best ones when it's like, this is very effortlessly all falling into place yeah, right now. Yeah, no, for sure. That's super cool. How long ago did you guys like record it? Uh, I think like two months ago. Very cool. Yeah. Wow, that's a fast And then turnaround. like a couple weeks later, shot the music video and then posted it. Wow. I mean, it's the YouTube way to go. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I know. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that is normal. That's right. normal timing. My, my brain, I'm like, wow, that's a lot uh-huh. in a little bit of time. Oh, Felicia Fabian wants to know, how does it feel having a book? It feels really cool. Um, I think the weirdest part was seeing all the tweets with people holding it. And I was like, it's in their possession. Like, yeah. what I wrote is, like, there for right. them to read. Um, and it was really, it was cool to, like, see that, but also very strange. Oh, super strange. Because you can read comments on a video, but you uh-huh. can't really, like, see someone watching your video. Like, people can film themselves reacting or whatever. But to see someone, like, tangible, like, holding a tan- tangible thing from right. you, it's like, I, there's something, I don't know, that makes me feel more vulnerable or something mm. in that way. But you're going to go on book tour now. This is so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you do a signing already? In the LA. Okay. Yep. How'd that go? It was good. Yeah. yeah it was really fun. That's good. Mm-hmm. And it's also, yeah. Did, it's so signing your own book is a weird, weird new experience. Yeah. <laughs> to it see was it. so crazy. Oh, that's so cool. How's the feedback been? Really, really positive. Like, I went on Amazon last night and just, like, read the reviews and I just, like, started crying because I was like, Aww. oh, my God, like, it's so cute. Like, That's so great. Like, people, like, giving their actual, like, opinion on my book mm-hmm. um, was cool. And, like, some who weren't fans before leaving reviews, I was like, oh, this is this is really neat to, like, get yeah. an outside perspective. Yeah, that's the thing is that books are um, an audience that isn't only YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, like, for me the biggest, like, I, I guess I wasn't prepared for that. I didn't like even think about that. Right. And then people that are like, I just, I, yeah, I started reading your book. And then I found out that you had a YouTube channel. And I was like, whoa, that's the path. Okay. Yep. Very mm-hmm. cool. Very cool. Okay. Uh, oh, Aaron Gillian Alvarez wants to know something you achieved that you're most proud of? Question mark. Something I'm most proud of. Um, I, th- mm, 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 I know mm. it's hard. That is really hard. I guess going back to the book, um, just this whole past month has been like really cool because I did 
the original song and music video mm-hmm. and coming out with the book and I guess coming out on YouTube. Like yeah. this whole package of like coming out with right. stuff <laughs> yeah. was was really cool and it all came together at once. So I think this is like just all those combined. That's great. It feels like it's a very a Joey Renaissance happening right now. <laughs> yeah. It's just like here I am, take me as I am. Yep. And that's I think that's the coolest thing. Well, I, that's the last question I have for you from oh, Facebook. Okay. So, Joey, thank you so much for being totally. here. It's been really, really fun. And I'm going to give you the gift that everyone that is a guest on the podcast um, gets okay, for cool. dealing with the stupidity of everything that happens here. And that is that you can um, you can tweet anything you want from my <laughs> account. What? <laughs> Someone... Oh. <laughs> this is, I guess this is a draft left over from... Uh, Steve Zaragoza yesterday. <laughs> Big news: We're engaged, and the- <laughs> oh my god! So I'm glad that tweet didn't go out. Um, you're, you can tweet absolutely anything you want, just nothing racist or homophobic. Um, <laughs> the only tweet that's ever been deleted was courtesy of Shane Dawson because oh my gosh. he tweeted that Tara Reid was going to be my official co-star <laughs> on the Grace Helbig show. <laughs> I mean, as bad as the tweets have been, I've let all of them go through and like exist on the internet. And that one, I just couldn't. I couldn't. It wasn't my decision. I was like, e executives are watching my Twitter feed right now. Um, and whenever you feel comfortable, you can hit post and then I will, I'll read. Oh, you already tweeted. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, Joey said, wait, two lines is good or bad? Question mark. Hashtag might be pregnant. <laughs> Perfect. Right. We'll let that one rise for a little bit. We'll see if anyone actually like favorites or, um, <laughs> or comments. Um, so, uh, maybe I might just throw my phone out the window for a little bit. <laughs> but thank you so much for being here, Joey. Yeah, uh, of course. Where is the best way for them to find you on the internet? Um, just my name, Joey Graceffa. Great. Anywhere. And to get the book, joeygraceffa.com? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, and make sure you guys go over to youtube.com slash itsgrace to watch the challenge that Joey and I are about to partake in. It is the speech jammer challenge. Mm-hmm. So we're about to scramble our brains for a little bit. Hooray. Yay. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. It was Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Thanks to Eileen and everyone at the YouTube space, and an extra special thanks to Flula for our awesome theme music. (laughs) 